That would be the worst team to play for is the Washington Generals. Because they always lose. Have the Globetrotters ever lost? I think so, actually. I think they've lost like twice. God, can you imagine going to that show? The one where they lose? And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. It's showtime. This is the Bold Nonsense Podcast. We might as well have a good time. drop-in money and broadcast school has really paid off at still smooth productions <laughs> oh big golfs huh all right well see you later and the man you know as the smartest idiot in the world i think cerveza in a can is probably the greatest invention besides yoga pants and chipotle at st bales Shut it down. Stop. Thinking. Sit down a minute. Relax. And get a little. Senseless. With. Us. Just two of us. It's fine. No big deal. We'll take care of it. Yep. We are. Our third. is getting a little Nike drunk. It's where you drink alcohol. It's where you drink alcohol out of a Nike shoe. No ads. No ads. I like that. This is episode 93 on 12-13-2019, which is... That is December 13th, 2019. Which is also 12 days before the celebration. Of Christmas. Of Christmas. Of Jesus being born from his Virgin Mary mother. You got that right. And Joseph watched it all happen. Like a savage. And he didn't do anything about it. He just said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone, come on over, huh? Sure. It's a very unsanitary birthing place, by the way. You know, do you think that inn had a front desk? Nah. And do you think Joseph was like, hey, uh, we're going to be having some guests join us this evening, uh, what if we get the uh, honeymoon suite? They're like, nah, how about the barn? <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have a party room, but we got a barn. Oh, okay. oh perfect. Perfect. You bet. Yeah. Um, she's just going to be having a baby, so the barn fits perfectly. Don't even clean it. <laughs> well, it hasn't been. We, our janitor just got fired about three years ago. <laughs> three oh, years. Okay. Three years without cleaning a barn. Mm. Mm. Gonna be right. And that's where they birthed one of the most influential historian figures 
of our generation. Way to toe a line, out of boy. Way to stay in the middle of that fence. Anyway, uh, I could have I could have taken it way too far. Oh, I decided to keep it light. Oh, we know, and we appreciate you. Let's introduce ourselves. I am. That's Walt Disney right across the ether. Yep, you're damn right. Happiest host on earth. You yeah. took journalism. Yeah. Get out of here. Thank you for joining us for episode 93. And on the uh, on the uh, flip side of that, Ethan. I'm on the other side of the Ethan. I'm yep. down here in the desert. My name is... At St. Bales. <laughs> How bad is you creep, you lunatics, <laughs> mental defective? You're damn right it is. Yeah. Uh, World's smartest idiot. Uh, I am one of the smartest idiots on the face of the earth. I'm also uh, one of the dirtiest rats down here in the desert. Wow. I don't, I don't know if that's a good nickname yet. I'm really, like, really forcing that upon myself. You're embracing it a lot, but it seems like you're hesitant about it. And, and it could be a really bad look for me down the line, but I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to stick with it for right now. I might get rid of it soon. Get, give it till the new year. See how it feels. We need to make changes. We'll change from there. Uh, we already said it. Our guy uh, living up to his namesake, PTO. Well, he's saved some up. He's been here for a, for a little bit. He saves it up and then spends it real quick. Well, you know, uh, uh, would you call that the perfect employee? I would call it an employee. He's on the roster. At least he fills out his stuff, like on this date. Well, you you yes, read it. Yes, he does. He does. He does do his part. Yeah, he does, and I, I'm very proud of him for that. Read it. Uh, uh, the on this date, uh, Mr. PTO is posted for us. Uh, yeah, the year 2015, 12 13, 2015. Conor McGregor knocks out the Brazilian Jose Aldo in 13 seconds to win his first featherweight title in Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas. What a day it Jose was. Jose Aldo, night, night, in 13 seconds. Hopped onto the scene real quick, did McGregor. Hopped off just as who, quickly. I don't even know who all, Jose Aldo is. He's the guy Conor McGregor knocked out. How would you like he to be probably, that guy? His career probably finished that evening. Yeah. Ours are going to finish way down the road. But in this moment, stay in the moment. Mm, Feel I it. like being in the moment. Walsh, I like being in the moment. Live for the moment. Let's do some random thoughts. Don't worry. I'm not gonna do what everyone thinks I'm gonna do. Flip out, man. Nah, I'm saying. Well, I'm awake and I speak English, so yeah, I do know what you're saying. Having a brainstorm session. I think I just. Yeah. I just had an idea. Isn't that weird? Well, she got one. Huh? Do you have one? No. Oh, yes, I do, actually. I just wanna know. We're Like we said, we're 12 days out. From Christmas, are you listening to Christmas music yet? When do you yeah, s- when when do you start to uh, Black Friday? I started Black Friday, uh, which is the day we put the tree up. Uh, that's been the tradition. See, there's a radio station my family listens to. Well, my mom listens to No Ads K103. No Ads. Um, that started Christmas music about a week prior, like a few days before Thanksgiving. Ooh, I don't like that. Uh, that's a little, that's a little soon. 
Give Thanksgiving um, its space. But when my when my family decorates for Christmas, it's always the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday. So that's when I'm used to the Christmas music. The Carpenters. Uh, my family loves the Carpenters. You know the Carpenters? Yeah. Yeah, my family loves their Christmas album. Wow. It's um, awesome. Yeah, it blurred, yeah, it's blared through the house for a lot of years out there in the TIG. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, no. But Spotify, Christmas Classics Playlist, always starts with Mariah Carey. Yeah. She's a, she's uh, a staple. She made I a mean, career off it. And yeah, more, but, yeah. but that. There's a lot of Christmas playlists they have also. Yeah, I made my own. I spent some time. I made my own. Of course you did. Well, it was fun. It was a fun day. Because you are the happiest host on earth. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I love Christmas. Love Christmas. Okay, you do love Christmas. Um, I had a random thought, and I briefly lost it. Didn't write it, it down. It might. No, I didn't. It might come back to me in the middle of the app. I like uh-huh. that. I like that as a surprise, maybe later random thought. I like that. Okay. Um, well, this the official segment of random thoughts we will call over, and we'll move on to trivia. But there could be an unofficial sneak in of a random thought throughout this episode. You got to stay tuned for that. But for now, let's do trivia. 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 <laughs> trivia, baby. Oh. <laughs> Jeopardy. Gonna make that your final answer? I think you're pretty smart, don't you, Trebek? Last week's trivia question uh, in episode 92 was brought to you by... Alright, what boxer holds the record for the most career knockouts? I'm not gonna repeat the question. <laughs> Pay attention. I'm gonna tell you the answer, though. The answer to the, the boxer having the most career knockouts in his record is... Archie the Mongoose, or a.k.a. the old Mongoose Moore. Archie Moore, the Mongoose. 131 career knockouts. Here's a good example of what he did. He had 131. The great Muhammad Ali only had 37. Yeah. So is he the greatest boxer of all time that we don't know about? Okay. It's still Ali, but he did. He had a lot of knockouts. He had a lot of fights. I mean, to get 131 knockouts, Ali fought like in this, like 60, 60 fights or something like that. This guy had 131 knockouts. So he, he, he had like in the 200s for fights. It's a lot of fights. <laughs> That's a lot of fights. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and uh, that leads us to this week's trivia question. Yeah, it does. Which has to do with not a, it has to do with an amount amount of time, not amount of fights. What is the longest lasting non motorized sporting event in the world? The Indy Five Hundred. <laughs> Boom! Got it. What is the longest lasting non motorized sporting event in the world? Hint. Not the Indy 500. The Daytona 500. You're getting there. You're getting there. Just keep keep working your way towards it. The running of the Olympic torch. That is actually a pretty good guess. 
I mean, it go, doesn't it go all all around the world and all around the country? And all yeah, that? I don't think it's continuous though. I remember when they had it in Portland, they had like people like run like quarter mile stints and they kept handing it off to each other. It was a big deal, big deal. The news is also a big deal, so we're going to do that. Is that okay with you? Yeah, you bet, baby. <laughs> I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. This is the fucking news. News, 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 news. We're news, too. Only news told much later. See the game last night? Which game? Any of them. Passes it to the man, shoots it. And boom goes the dynamite. Fantastic. I am so sorry. Someone put the story in all capital letters, and I I thought I was supposed to yell it. Starting off in the NBA for the news, uh, get well soon to Rodney Hood of the Portland Trailblazers, who ruptured his Achilles and then uh, had surgery, successful surgery, apparently. Season-ending surgery for Mr. Hood. Uh, The Achilles pops. You're not coming back. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're gonna be taking a little time off. Mine is next year too. Uh, don't don't jump that far ahead. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe uh maybe Doctor B can take a look. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Not a specialty. Not a specialty. No, he could. He could. He could. Okay. He could let us know. He'd he'd, uh, he'd, he'd uh, test it out. Yeah. It's rupture. Yeah. Rodney, prayers up. Prayers up. Also. Prayers up to David Stern, former NBA commissioner, who suffered a brain hemorrhage. Uh, he's also had surgery. Today. Uh, yeah, he had surgery today. Um, it's a very dangerous situation. Anytime you hear brain hemorrhage, it's not not fun. David J. Stern, always the signature on a basketball that people bought between the 90s until what? What year did he leave? About 2013, 2014? Uh, twenty yeah, twenty fifteen I think. Any roughly. NBA logo, any NBA ball that had his signature on it, you came across that name Dude. when you were in mid jumper, and you see that signature, and you're like, that's "Shit, you know, that's it." That's when you know it's good. Once it leaves my hand, most likely it was a miss though. Uh, it just depended on the person. Sure. Okay. Good luck to them, uh, to the to Major League Baseball. And a disclaimer, for our recess segment, we do have some stories that we're going to talk about there. So some of the stories won't be in the news, but will be in the recess segment, so stay tuned for that. But the one we do have for MLB is the Nationals and World Series MVP, Steven Strasburg, have agreed to a seven-year, $245 million contract that is a record deal that's a lot of money that's a long time yeah world series mvp that's incredible joe flacco got paid that kind of money off off of uh super bowl mvp that's what happens and look what happened in his career yeah let's hope that doesn't happen to strasburg yeah yeah okay so uh good on him to college football where we've got a lot of awards it's kind of that Postseason hiring time, award time, so we got a lot to talk about. We're gonna start with Lane Kiffin. He Mr. has become Kiffin. what? Mr. Kiffin. Mr. Kiffin, head coach at Ole Miss. He's the head coach of the Ole Miss Rebels. This could and be interesting. By God, 
That is some Mississippi burning, baby. Man, he doesn't like Saban either. That's going to be interesting. He is going to make his presence felt in that conference. Ab, I think, I think, this is the spot. You know, Ole Miss—they're not afraid afraid to throw money around. Wink, wink. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and and plus all these old heads who have kids who are you know juniors in high school. All these dads are like, oh my. Go play for Lane Kiffin, for Christ's sake. Oh, my God. Get yourself to the league. Oh, my God. I I think it's a huge come-up for Ole Miss. Yeah. I think it's a huge come-up for the SEC, and I think it's a slap in the face for the University of Alabama. Where else did he coach? Did he coach at Tennessee also for a little bit? USC. I think he started at Tennessee, and he just came from FAU? FAU, yeah, where... Uh, where uh, that guy. Another punk just went. Yep. Um, to FSU replacing said punk. Willie Taggart. Yep. Loser. <laughs> Cheater. But replacing old Willie, Mike Norvell, has become the new head coach of FSU. Uh, he built the Memphis program. And Memphis came out of nowhere. And we're good for for consecutive years. So the guy knows how to build programs. Any guy named Mike can run a powerhouse conference or an, a powerhouse uh, organization, uh, athletic department, team. Mike, that's Mike. Strong. Uh, <laughs> uh, UNLV. They have hired. Oregon offensive Don't say it. Don't, no, no. What do you know? He's down in the dumps, too. He belongs in the dumpster. Marcus Arroyo? They're going to go five and seven. Let me just say, go ahead and finish. What a joke. Yeah, this this is like, is it kind of a blessing in disguise for Oregon? A lot of people did not like that offense. I think what it is is... uh, uh, a man left Eugene for a city of uh, pills and powder. So I mean, I think things. I think things are going to get real for Mr. Arroyo. I, with the NFL coming in, with the people who are going to visit Las Vegas, with his players around, you know the the atmosphere around there. There's going to be some. There's going to be some things going on that he, he wishes he didn't leave Oregon for. Okay, and I think Oregon will come out on top. I think they'll get a good offensive coordinator. They'll find somebody. They've had good hirings in the past. I hope so. Or if not, bring back Mark Helfrich because the Bears suck. Sure, yeah. Uh, Okay, college football playoff. The top four, LSU, OSU, Clemson, and Oklahoma. Do you love it? I'll tell you what, Jalen Hurts is pretty good, man. I think he's going to get smacked. Dude, don't say that. I think he's going to get smacked. Yeah. It's the best thing we've seen since sliced bread. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. At least Jalen you don't like Hurts. hyperbole, buddy. Jalen Hurts is the next Lamar Jackson. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Wait, what, what, what do you like about it? Don't, don't just ignore me. I like LSU. Over oh Oklahoma. God. What about the 2-3? I'm going to take Clemson over OSU. Dang, 
Jeez, who you're going to say as a Clemson LSU? It's a Dabo Ed Natty? Yeah. Wow. This is just off the top of, of my head. I haven't given this any thought. That's a lot of power right there. That's like two of the most powerful men in college football right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, how many recru- you know how many recruits are going to be at that game if they both play each other? It's going to be about 50. All eyes on that. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, a couple other bowl games. Uh, in the 503, interesting for us, Oregon will be in the Rose Bowl against Wisconsin. I'm right about this. Last time that happened, didn't DeAnthony Thomas have like three touchdowns on three touches? Yeah. He, yeah, DeAnthony Thomas absolutely. Didn't he return a kickoff and then two rushing yes. touchdowns on two touchdowns? Yeah, he, he had a return, he had a receiving, and a rushing touchdown. A receiving. Okay, I thought they were both rushing. Couldn't remember. Um, the v, I don't even know. How do you say it? Verbo? VR? Verbo. Verbo? Verbo? I don't know. What's Verbo? I don't know. But that's oh. cit- it's something citrus. Verbo Citrus Bowl. Michigan Bama. That's God. I don't know how to feel about that. I think Bama's gonna roll. I think they're gonna roll. I don't know how good Michigan is. But you know what? The best bowl besides the Cheese It Bowl might be the best one. What? The Camping World Bowl. Walsh. Where the hold on, Walsh? Where the hell is that held? I'm gonna look it up right now. Hold Florida, on, maybe. I don't know. Uh, that'll be Notre Dame in Ohio, in Iowa State. I don't. It is in. It is. It is in Orlando. Orlando. Okay. It's in Orlando. This this kind okay. of bothers me because all of the bowls are now connected to certain conferences. So now it's that's not. How even, it's always been. No, but now, but now been. it's not even like who has. I feel like it used to be just like, let's get the best games. But now they're worse games. Because you're having you know to fit the, people in. Do you understand that the Rose Bowl has always been the Pac-12 versus the Big Ten? Yes. I, I No, I get that. But I don't know if I love that with every bowl being that way. If some of them are uh, that way. Because there are only so, certain so, bowls. Like, Notre Dame's an independent. So now there are only certain bowls they can be in. So you're kind of upset with the fact that like Boise State can only go to the like Hawaii Bowl. Yeah, it like it pigeonholes teams. I just we want the best games. Iowa State and like yeah good. and like Notre Dame's better. Watch them yeah. lose. I mean, don't say that, but uh, <laughs> so I mean, it kind of does suck in a sense because let's say you're a recruit. And you end up playing a college career for four years, let's say five years, you redshirt, and you go to the same damn bowl three years out of your five. You want your family traveling to El Paso, Texas for the Sun Bowl? What a disgrace. After the first one, they ain't going. And that ain't, that ain't even UTEP, man. That's a Pac-12 game. Yeah. The Pac-12 is in that against, like, a, I think that's like a, a Pac-12 versus WAC, like, uh... I don't even know. Too much. Too much. You think they should be all very just based off? Yeah. No matter what, both both fan bases will travel travel no matter what. It's have some. You can have some that are conference to conference, but other than that, people want to see get good games. 
Like this is. Just, I think it's all money. When you, that's what I I'm saying. When you do this, it's all money because you don't care about. The, you can tell you don't care about the game. If you give us good matchups, at least try and hide the fact that this is just a money grab. That's all I'm saying. A lot to get to. Let's get to some college football awards that were announced last night. Um, so very recent. The Davy. How do you want to do it? Do you want to go through each one and just go real quick, or you want me to well, name for, all well, of them? For this, well, for this guy, name both awards he won. Okay, got it. Uh, the Davy O'Brien, which is the best quarterback in the country, and the Maxwell Award, the National Player of the Year, goes to Joe Burrow. LSU quarterback, he won the Maxwell Award. That's a player of the year. He is the first LSU player to win the award. thought that was interesting. All of the LSU products, the first guy to do it. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Uh, another big one, the Outland Trophy. That's for the best offensive lineman in the NCAA. Penny Sewell, Oregon offensive lineman. He's the first player to win the award. He won the Outland Trophy. True sophomore. True, True. sophomore. He's 19. I don't, I don't even know his height and weight. He's a left tackle. I believe it's like 6'7", 305. He is massive, and he's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, he, he is incredible. It's really fun to watch. 6'6", 325. Oh, close on the height, not close on the weight. William V. Campbell Trophy. That's for athletic slash academic excellence. Uh, it, it's... Bales, you said it. It's like the academic Heisman. It is the academic Heisman. It is the academic. It's not like it. It is. Uh, that went to Oregon's quarterback, Justin Herbert. Wow. Not surprising. Over a four-point GPA. And he graduated last June. So, basically, he he got that trophy in June. We get it. Stop rubbing it in. Okay. Doke Walker, best running back. Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. Uh, I, that's that's the best thing that's happened to college football. He's going to be an amazing NFL player. Animal. Animal, dude. He's Animal. awesome. Yeah. Uh, coach of the year. Ed O. Ed Orgeron. Go Dags. Go Dags. Go Dags. What a guy. What a guy. Coach O. Just love him. Down in the bayou. Just love him. Coach O. Hold that tiger. Yeah, it deserves it. Um, our last one. No, it's the Bedneric. The Bedneric Award is the Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. That went to none other than Chase Young, DN for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Not a shocker. Pretty par he's right there. He's a thief, he's but a, anyway. He's an animal. He's a peasant. He's number one. Going over they're going to lose. And they're going to lose in their semifinal. He didn't care. He's still going to the NFL. He's about to wreck. Okay. Yeah. That's college football. Like, what? He's like Terrell Pryor. He's gonna be taking money just like just like Terrell Pryor. I don't know if you had to do that to him. He's a thief. Let's move on. Let's move on to the, to uh, college basketball before you get too angry. Uh, you wanted to talk about NAIA player. He has scored a hundred points in a game. He shot thirty four of sixty two from the field. Yes, and it just so happens to be JJ Culver who is an older brother of Jarrett Culver, the Minnesota Timberwolves rookie and sixth overall pick, 
who led Texas Tech uh, to the NCAA uh, tournament championship last year. I did not know um, he was he was Jarrett Culver's older brother, but now that you say it, it makes total sense because Jarrett Culver can ball. And J.J. Culver, my goodness, 34 of 62 from the field. How would you feel about playing with a guy that shot 62 times in a game? Well, there's there's a famous St. Clair game where a guy went, uh, oh, well, I'll, I'll get to it in a sec. <laughs> Hold on. J.J. Culver also went 12 of 33 from beyond the arc and went 20 of 27 from the free throw line. I played with a kid in the sixth grade, I'm not going to name his name, who went 19 for 41 from the free throw line. That's ridiculous. In a second round playoff game of the CYO tournament. Somebody called the officials. That's not good. Nineteen to four. We still won the game. We still <laughs> beat them. We we won. I, I was the second leading scorer. I had five points. That boy. Yeah. Gotta do something. The kid had thirty two. I had five. <laughs> I think we only scored forty one. Do the math. Yeah. There's four remaining points left. So it's bad you, math. You, you, yeah, do that math. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, uh, the six-five guard, hundred points, man. Hundred points. He also took a picture, just like Will Chamberlain. He got the piece of paper. He wrote wrote the hundred on it, and that's the picture I saw the other morning. And I was like, of course, this is going to be that's a doing bold it right. news segment. So it's doing it right, as it should. Be. It is doing it right. Yeah. Okay, that's the news. We got through it pretty quickly because we do have a lot to get to. Uh, And with that said, we go to recess. Recess! If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. This is your time. Oh boy, is this great! Welcome to the show where everything's made up and the points don't matter. All right, hillbillies, it's recess time. You know what that means. Get buckled in. Let's go over the rules of trophy time. Trophy time, pretty simple. We take uh, the the events of the week, and we hand out trophies to those people, to to certain people who deserve them. Trophies. Mock trophies, more like. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Easy. Let's make it nice and easy for the people. You want my first one? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and give me your first one. Since okay. I'm not I'm I'm hosting this shindig. Okay. My first one goes to a gentleman of the uh of the name, infamous name, Patrick Reed. Nobody oh. likes nobody likes this guy. He Pat gets Reed. he gets the Florence, Oregon Award. I'll explain. Oh no. Florence, Oregon. Some of you some of you locals might know this. Florence, Oregon in the nineteen in nineteen seventy, they had a beached whale and they blew it up using twenty cases of dynamite. So Patrick Reed, for those who haven't heard, this week he got caught at a tournament, uh, not the President's Cup, but a previous tournament. He was in a sand trap and he tried to improve his lie in uh Put his club in the sand. Cannot do that. People called him a cheater. So this, he gets the Florence, Oregon award for making a bad situation in the sand, a catastrophe in the sand. 
Yes, he did. That's number one. Yes, yes, he sure did. Walsh, give me your second trophy of the week. Okay, this one you I think you're going to like or hate. This trophy goes to Jalen Hurts. Uh-huh. This, uh, this is the, um, let me see, this is the Heisman Bait Trophy. Heisman no, Bait Trophy. Stop. Stop. For those who don't know, Oscar Bait movies are movies made in the formula that the Academy loves. D- they're designed to win awards. The Heisman Bait Trophy goes to Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts tried to go to the Heisman Formula Oklahoma Sooners, but it also didn't work because he is third. He comes in third for Heisman finalists behind Joe Burrow and Justin Fields. Well, I will say this. Let me just ask you off topic. Who do you think is going to win the Heisman tomorrow night? Joe Burrow. I'll tell you who my answer is. It'll be someone with their name starting in J. Joe, Justin, Jalen. It'll be one of those three. So you've taken Chase Young out of it. Chase Young's like Nandamakong Su. He's at the bottom. (laughs) He was never there. Why is he there? Idiot. Okay, it's going to be Joe. I take Justin Fields over Joe Burrow. No, no, Joe Burrow's really good, man. Uh, but I like Jalen Hurts. It's someone starting with a J. We'll be fine. Uh, well, give me your third trophy. Give me your third trophy of the night. Okay, I want to preface this um, by talking a little bit about college basketball this year in the number one spot this week. Texas Tech. We talked about them a little bit earlier. Jarrett Cole. Don't. don't. Don't slip up or get caught. Why not, man? Because I'm coming for that number one spot. All right. Everybody seems to be because Texas Tech. Rappers are swearing they're on top. Uh uh, uh uh. You down? That's some Luda lyric. That's what I was. That's what I was. We've been two weeks in a row with the Luda. Luda. Didn't know you were. Didn't know you were such a big Luda guy. Luda. Luda's a good guy. Anyway, Texas Tech ups. They Texas Tech upset number one Louisville. That is, at least by my calculations, the fourth number one to lose so far this college basketball season. Four number ones have already gone down. Three of them to non-ranked teams. And it's not even 2020. Not even 2020. It is a crazy college basketball season. That's why the this award goes to the number one spot in college basketball. It is the Political Leader in Asia Award. What? Asia had in the 20, 20th and 21st centuries, Asia has the most assassinations so far. The most oh, assassinations. No. So, the number one spawn college basketball? It's a vaunted position, but do you really want it? Nah. So hmm. you get assassinated. Yeah. Bob up. Dark. Bob up. Dark. Uh, okay, that's my third. That's my what? Third one? That's your third. What's your fourth, Walsh Disney? I'll go to four, and this one's going to hit the two, uh, the next two MLB stories that we did not get to in the news, like Garrett Cole. His name is, his first name, Garrett, is spelled G-E-R-R-I-T. Jarrett. Gert. 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 Yeah, Gert. Hey, Gert. Gert Cole. Gert Cole. Uh, he signed with the Yankees for nine years, 324 
million dollars. Fifth, uh, fifth after the fifth season is a player option. That's a lot of money. I'm gonna go a million get, gazillion fulfilling dollars. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that sets some records. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, Yankees. The Yankees get the Tempter Trophy. The Tempter Trophy. Because the, they're tempting. The quote, yeah, you got it. Quote unquote, the Tempter is a literature archetype that uses a hero's vice to get them to stray from the righteous path. I can just imagine the Yankees GM Brian Cashman opening a briefcase of money up to Garrett Cole with a wicked grin on his face. His name is Cashman, for God's sakes. He's the Cashman. He's the tempter. He is a tempter. And the second one, Angels sign Anthony Rendon to, this is kind of strange, seven years, $245 million, exactly the same contract that Steven Strasburg got. Anthony Rendon, Steven Strasburg, teammates, won the World Series together. So the Angels have signed Anthony Rendon to seven years, $245 million. The Angels get this trophy. The, quote, coach ain't looking, unquote, trophy. The coach ain't looking trophy. Uh, you know that, Bales, you know that jog, the quote-unquote jog you do, that's really just walking, but it looks like yeah. you're jogging just in case coach turns his head around? That's the trophy the Angels get because you're trying, but you're really not, you're not going all out. You're not giving the greatest effort you got. It's like you're, you're trying, but you're not trying. The Angels signing of, uh, the Angels have, oh, oh, last year, their ERA over five. They need pitchers. That's, and they didn't go bad. get Garrett, that is bad. They didn't go get Garrett Cole. They got another, uh, another bat, which is fine. But the Angels, you need pitching to help Mike Trout out. Yeah, absolutely. Try hard. Try hard. Well, I mean, Walsh, do you have any others for the trophy time? You got one more. Yeah, sip that scotch. Yeah, one more. Sorry. This one goes to the, uh, we just talked about the college football committee. Let's do it. What's that, what, what, what's that trophy, Walsh, Disney? This is the show your work trophy. Oh. The college football committee they're the kid who clearly got the answers from the back of the book, and the teacher knew it. So when the teacher asked them to show their work, they just made shit up. So the path to get to the right answer, it's a complete mess. But at least the answer is right, so they get half credit. The college football committee knew what the final four was going to be within like one, within like six teams for four spots. Oregon almost had it. There was only a couple of teams that could have it. The way they got there is a mess, and they're always making stuff up week to week. Like, oh, well, this team, they showed good on tape. And then the next next week, it's like strength of schedule, you know? Oh, absolutely. But we all knew where it was going. They had the answer down. But to show their work, that was a mess. Uh, Walsh Disney. Those were some hell. Those were a bunch of hell of a trophies you just put out. Uh, uh, are you comfortable with all of them? Do you have any more that you want to give last minute? I had an honorable mention for the NFL. It's called the Thanksgiving Trophy. Oh God! Because like Thanksgiving's the the holiday that everybody complains about, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
But we celebrate it every year. In the NFL, there's always something with the NFL people like to complain about. But in the end, they love it and they watch it. It's just like Thanksgiving. You complain about it, but you still do it. And you love it. Yes. Yes, you do. Absolutely. That was my honorable Walt mention. Disney. Walsh Disney, I love your trophy time. Okay, but yeah, that's all I got. Walsh, you know what else I love about you? Ah. Your picks for the National Football League. I love my picks too. Not this week, though. How how about we go to week 15, one thing in a winter, starting now. I only got one thing to say to you. Who do you think you are? I am. You had one job. Just the one. Because I win. This is bullshit. So you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Just one thing. You stick to that and everything else don't mean shit. I hope I win. One thing in a winner. We start with last week, week 14. Let's give us some results. Big, big week from at St. Bales. 13-3? and three? You bet. 13 wins, baby. Let's go. I'll tell you, your Bucks pick help you, helped you. Your Bears pick helped you a lot. You had some clutch picks. Clutch picks. Um, next after that is smooth, 11 and five, still a great week, still a great week. Um, he had some, he had some, he picked the Jets, he picked the Jets, so that's a good some pick team, by him. Some teams would kill for an 11 and five season. Well, absolutely. Some teams would even kill for 10 and six, which is what some I teams was. Would. Yes, uh, you know, would. that's still making the playoffs, I think. Still making the playoffs, but I, I'm going to have to pick it up, so I'm hoping to do that. Week 15, this week, started off, we all started off really well. Better be checking our uh, Instagram story for Thursday Night Picks. That was the Ravens over the Jets. Kind of an easy one. Uh, Lamar Jackson in uh, a couple couple leagues got me 47-plus points in fantasy football. BN League. Uh, I am a BN League as well as another league. Which I'm playing you in, so that sucks. Yeah, good for you, big fella. Um, yeah, Ravens rolled train. Rolled. Lamar Jackson broke Michael Vick's single-season quarterback rushing record. So congratulations to Lamar Jackson. That's huge. Um, I, I actually saw Michael Vick actually posted something. Michael Vick loved the fact that he broke his record. He said, you know, couldn't have picked a better, better guy to do it. So cool, but I did see... Like three, basically three quarters of Michael Vick's ru- yards rushing that year were scrambling. Three quarters of Lamar Jackson's rushing this year have been on designed quarterback runs. So doing it differently, but still putting up a bunch of yards. Very, very pretty cool. Yes. Um, I so the Ravens. They cut. You know what they kind of remind me of. Everybody talks about the 49ers when they were winning all their Super Bowls. They were saying that nobody had the personnel. They were so different from everybody else and nobody had the personnel to match up. That's kind of how I feel about the Ravens. But the 49ers were doing it before free agency. So you couldn't really change your roster. And we'll see. Next year will really prove if the Ravens have like staying power or not. 
And it also, John Harbaugh also saying this is the most fun he's had coaching, even though he has won a Super Bowl about six years ago. Yeah, I bet. That says something. That says a lot. I bet. Seems like a fun team. It does. Lamar, Lamar, Mark Ingram seems like a pretty fun guy. Marquise Brown and Lamar Jackson are like big brother, little brother. For sure. For sure. Yeah, they keep it real. Yep. Uh, and, and just so people know, I, I went through and I got like big, big injuries for each team. Um, so we're going to be updating that on most games. But we move on to the games yes, we that we do. are going to predict. Bears, 7-6 and six at Packers, 10-3. and three. Headline That's for this easy. one. Headline for this one. Roquan Smith, Bears great linebacker, went to IR with a pec injury. We all took the Packers. Yes, we did. Last week, an aberration for the Bears. And the Packers at home at Lambeau against a division rival. Night, night, Chicago. Night, night, Chicago. Uh, You want to do this one? We'll switch back and forth. The next one, the the New England Patriots are traveling to Cincinnati, Ohio (laughs) to play the 1-12 Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, quick headline on this one: The Patriots. Uh, are they? Are do they like DVR? Do they like recording things? We got Spygate two. No, we don't. Do we have Spygate three, four? Who knows how long they've been doing this? Uh, they didn't do anything. Okay, I, I don't mean, think it was that big of a deal either. No, that's that's what I mean. I even heard people today say that like within the leagues because they just had league meetings in Dallas. A bunch of the people in the league were saying, if this wasn't the Patriots, no one would care. If it wasn't yeah, for because I bet it happens frequently. Dude, it's just a mistake. Like the Patriots don't even watch that film. It's for a documentary. Like they don't care. They were, they weren't even. They're not even Patriots employees. Like the guy who was recording the sideline, he's not a Patriots employee. He was like a freelance guy that they hired. Of course he was. They're either hiding their tracks real well, or this is nothing. I think it's nothing. But did you watch last week's game, the Patriots-Chiefs game? Patriots are down 10 at halftime, and the Patriots fan booed the Patriots? Yes. I, I you hear did, this? Did, can, you, can you even believe that? I caught that halftime little boo. Uh, also, did I hear correctly, did Patrick Mahomes' brother and his fiance get get uh, heckled pretty good uh, by New England fans. Yeah, I saw that. That's classic. People being jerks. Whatever. They're being just soft. Whatever. Patriots fans, they just won the Super Bowl. They just won't shut up either. They're 10-2, and and they're down 10 points to Kansas City. And you boo? Yeah. Classic. Classic Boston. I could not hold myself back if I was a Patriots player. No, sir. I'd destroy everybody. I would go scorched earth policy. Speaking of scorched earth policy. We all took the Patriots. Also, another scorched earth policy. Yeah. Uh, The Seahawks, 10-3 in Carolina against the 5-8 Panthers. Yeah, we're all taking the Seahawks in this one, man. That's a scorcher. Uh, Quick headline on that. Rashad Penny expected to miss the remainder of the year. With a torn ACL. Mm. Mm. If you've got Chris Carson in fantasy, it's a good time. Good time for you. He's going to get a lot of work. 
If you need CJ Prostice, go ahead and pick him up right now. I think he just got hurt again. Classic Notre Dame running back. Hey, not not the don't generalize. Just him. Who's the other one? Who's the other running back I'm thinking of? The Wayne Gallman? Wayne Wayne Gallman? Wayne Gallman. I don't remember Wayne Gallman. No. Yes, Theo Riddick. Excuse me. Pardon my language. Bum. <laughs> no, bum he's no, him. he's not a bum. He's he alright. Seven points a game in his fantasy. He's not great, game. but he's not terrible. Bum. He had yeah. two good weeks for me about three years ago. He's a bum. Overly harsh. Overly harsh. Anyway, we take the Seahawks Panthers. Last time I picked them was last week, and they screwed me. So we move on. How about Texans? At Titans, both eight and five. This is big. This is a big game. You and I, we took the Titans. I did take the Titans. Big Derrick Henry guy. Big Derrick Henry guy. Uh, you know, Smooth, he took the Texans. I've got some stats for this one. I'm just going to roll through it real quick. These are the things that I'm looking at for the, in this game. Can you stop, for the Titans, can you stop big plays? The Titans, they're 14th, middle of the road, in big pass plays allowed. So, if you give up some big plays, you got to make sure they're not for touchdowns. But in that, if you do that, then you got to be good in the red zone. Well, the Titans, 30th in red zone score percentage allowed. They allow a red zone touchdown 65% of the time. Okay, so you're thinking, you can't allow either of those. you got to control the ball. Titans, 28th in time of possessions. Texans, 17th. It's not good there. So you gotta So what's your last resort? You gotta stop their receivers. The Titans, they're 20th defensively against wide receivers. Basically what I'm saying here, I'm switching my pick. I'm going over. No, I'm taking the Texans. You are such a you are such a follower. I am taking the Texans. Did you hear those stats? I ha- I wanted to take the Titans. They're rolling. They're feeling good no about themselves. No one has ever switched a pick at last minute. I've done it a In bunch of his- times. You were an idiot. In the history of this podcast. I, I could... Look at those stats. I was trying to find a statistical way that the Titans were going to win this game and could not do it. So I'm, I ought to switch. Okay. Well... Uh, Trust the numbers, baby! No, I, I, I'm trusting Mike Vrabel. That's what I'm going to say. I'm a big personnel guy. All right. Uh, I do like numbers, but I am a big personnel guy. Let's move on. That's the a huge Miami game. Do- yes, it is. Very this good. is also a huge game. No. Miami Dolphins, 3-10, and 10, <laughs> are playing in MetLife Stadium against the New York football giants, who are 2-11. and 11. This No headlines here. No headlines here. With Eli Manning starting... But all three of us have chosen to take Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Miami Dolphins winning this game. Giants more talent. Dolphins play harder and are better coached. Perfect explanation. Let's move on. Let's keep it rolling. Eagles. The Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles. Six and Six seven. Six and seven. Oh, oh. Going to Washington. Three and ten. And they are playing the Dwayne Haskins list? Who's playing? Who's playing for the Redskins under center? 
Didn't Dwayne get hurt? No, I think he's okay. I haven't okay. heard. Okay, well, uh, it's looking like the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, you know who did gonna... get hurt? A couple headlines. Alshon yeah. Jeffrey, out for the season with a foot injury. Darius Geis, back to IR with an MC... MCL sprain. But I think Haskins is okay. But that also means uh, at Still Smooth and at St. Bales have chosen the Philadelphia Eagles to win. And for some reason, at Walsh Disney had one too many drinks and is choosing um, <laughs> President Trump's Washington Redskins. Easy, easy with the, the, the name drop, man. I think the Redskins are going to... They're underrated defensively. And I, I think they, they play really hard. And they run yeah. the ball. They're tough-nosed. And I, don't, I think the Eagles are just... It's just too banged up. Okay. Well, I think the Eagles are going to run train in D.C. Taking a flyer. Just like I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to run train at home against the Denver Broncos, who, which all three of us have chosen Kansas City. Is that correct, Walsh Disney? Yes. Taking the Chiefs. No headlines here. This is... I think the Broncos last week beating the Texans was all Texans taking a week off. Chiefs come in rolling. Yes, it was. Go ahead, Walsh, with the next one. Yeah, Bucks six and seven at Lions three nine and one. The Buccaneers uh, playing mediocre football. But a couple headlines first: Marvin Jones and T.J. Hawkinson have both gone to IR with ankle injuries. Mike Evans also will miss the remainder of the season uh, with. Uh, I believe it's an ankle injury for him as well. So a lot of ankles hurt in this game. But the Bucks still have Chris Godwin. They've got uh, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that yeah, one. Ronald Jones. The Ronald Lions Jones. have no one. The Lions have Bo Scarborough. Big Bo Scarborough guy. Dude, that's not enough. Bo. Bo is king. Bo is king. Um... But that is not enough. Let's move on. We uh, all took the Bucks. We did all take the Bucks, but it did mix up a little bit here. At Walsh Disney and myself chose the Cleveland Browns, who are coming to the desert uh, to play the Arizona Cardinals. And at So Smooth has somehow chosen Kyler Murray. What is happening? The moment you get off the Cardinals, Smooth jumps on the Cardinals. I think he's a Cards fan now. I think he's going to put that on his Letterman jacket of sports teams he likes. I think he's going to. Uh, that's what we need to get smooth. We need to get him a Letterman of teams. Let's hope he doesn't listen to this. That'd be a spoiler. Oh, he That'd be a Christmas won't. spoiler. He probably won't. Here, let's think of the teams that still smooth will will put on his Letterman jacket. There are too many. It's anyone that's good. Okay, the Oakland Raiders. The, the Seahawks. The Wildcats. The Kansas City Royals. The San Antonio Spurs, Cardinals, we'll put Seahawks, the, Seahawks we'll, we'll Cardinals, put Raiders. Cardinals, we'll put the Seahawks. Uh, we'll put the Oregon Ducks and the Oregon State Beavers because he somehow can't seem to choose. Yep. Uh, the Pilots. UP Pilots. So he's, a, he's a University of Portland Pilot. Uh, put the Mariners down just because of the Pacific Northwest. Yep. And he went to PLU. Big Mariners fan. Uh, uh, he's not a Blazer fan. Um, who else is, oh, just put a face of Carl Anthony Towns in any Kentucky Wildcat. John Wall. Oh, Jay Wall. For no Boogie. reason. Cat. Buggy. 
Yeah, he's got a rough. He's got a rough fanhood. Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon. Oh, Montana, Notre Dame. He's got that jersey. Oh, he wants a he. He might get a half Notre Dame patch. Yep. And, and because of you, also. There's a lot. There's a lot. And anyway, okay. he takes the Cardinals. This is yeah, an interesting. Story. The Cardinals released Terrell Suggs. They did. Chandler, Chandler, Arizona native. Wild man! I did not think they would do that, but uh, they want to play the young guys. Is how they're. You know what's gonna, is how they're framing it. You know what's going to happen though. He's going to be a Patriot. No, he's going to be a Raven, and they are going to win the Super Bowl. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. No, um, not maybe. That's going to happen. He's going to go back, and he's going to rile up the crowd. Well, what we know is going to happen is the Browns are going to win, not the Cardinals. Correct. We're also going to move on. We're going to go to the. <laughs> We're gonna to go to the Jaguars four and nine at the Raiders six and seven. Headline from this one: uh, Jaguars linebacker linebacker Miles Jack heads to IR, uh, and DJ Chark is out with an ankle injury. That's a big one. You still stick with your Jags? Yeah, they're 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 pretty damn good. They're gonna beat the Raiders. No DJ Chark. A uh, terrible run, terrible run defense. I take Gardner Minshew. Over Derek Carr. Anyway. Man, I wish Gardner Minshew was somewhere else. I love some. I love some Gardner Minshew. Just not in Jacksonville. That's why Smooth and I take the Raiders. They're gonna get. I think a, Gardner Minshew. I think Gardner Minshew needs to go to. He should take over for Baker at the Browns. He should go to Pittsburgh, man. <laughs> I like it. That would he be, would be king. He would be king in Pittsburgh. Oh yeah. Because he'd probably actually hit Juju Smith-Schuster. They would love him. Because Duck, Duck, Mason, they have not been seeing Juju. They like, they love Duck. But can you imagine how much they love Gardner? Oh, they would love Gardner. They'd throw a parade. Gardner and Duck, one, two. (sighs) All right, let's get through some of these. Let's get through some of these. This can take forever. Vikings nine and four at Chargers five and eight. You stay loyal. Love that. You take the Chargers. Smooth and I take the Vikings. Oh, we're gonna whoop that ass. We're going six and eight after this week. That's cute. Rams eight and five at Cowboys six and seven. We all took the Rams, which is the Cowboys are bad, man. They are. I think they've given up on Jason Garrett. I legit think they've given up. Zeke has given up. Dak's yep. given up. They're too talented. I think Amari's ta- still playing just because it's a Bama mentality. Too talented. They've just given up on the, given up on the head coach. Yeah, I think Amari's the only one left, and I think he's just hanging on just for money. <laughs> Falcons four and nine at 49ers, eleven and two. Calvin well, let's Rid- move on. Kyle Shanahan playing his old team. Let's move on. I I do. I want to point out. For the fantasy guys, Calvin Ridley out for the season for the Falcons. Also for the 49ers. Two more weeks. Okay, but still, he was a good receiver for the Falcons. D. Ford and Richard Sherman both out with hamstring injuries for the 49ers, but we all took the 49ers. Let's move on. Bills, 9-4. This is a big game. This is this has a lot of implications. Bills nine and four. This does at, have a lot of implications. At Steelers eight and five. Juju out Sunday. That's fine. Ja- uh, James Conner not expected. James Conner not expected to have a full role. Expected to be a part. 
But they got Benny Snell, though, who is a fumbling machine. Okay. And they have the Duck in Pittsburgh. Yeah. You got to think about these scenarios. Pittsburgh is a hard place to play. Oh, I've thought about this. I'm taking the Bills. Buffalo's a short, Buffalo is a short trip to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Smoove and I are taking the Bills. You're taking the Steelers. I you're am saying because of the home field advantage? I do like the home field advantage in this one. Okay. Well, let me walk through uh, why I'm taking the Bills. Bills Steelers. This game comes down to the quarterbacks, especially Josh Allen. And I'm going to get to you. Why? Just bear with me for a minute because I'm going to run you through this. The run games. There'll be non-factors. Bills, 14th in rush yards, a game allowed. Steelers, they're top 10 in rush yards, a game allowed. So both play the run fairly well. Uh, No run game puts more emphasis on the pass game and especially pass protection. For the Bills, they're 22nd in sack percentage, which means that they allow a sack on 7.5% of their pass attempts. That's a lot. The Steelers are also first in pressure percentage. That is hurries, knockdowns, sacks per dropback. So they get a lot of pressure. Bills give up a lot of pressure, which puts more pressure on Josh Allen. Uh, These good defenses, they have takeaways and turnover-prone QBs. That's what you'd think, right? Well, the, the Bills, good defense, and Josh Allen... Narrative is he's turnover prone. They're plus two in turnover differential. So haven't turned the ball over much and have a couple of takeaways. Steelers, you'd think on their fourth string quarterback going all the way back to training camp that they'd have a lot of turnovers. They're plus 12 in turnover differential. They actually take away the ball a lot more. Josh Allen needs to take care of the ball. If he does, I think the Bills win. If they have some turnovers, Bills lose. So why am I taking the Bills? This all sounds like it's pro Steelers. Here's the here's the key. Lack of Steelers pass game is the difference. The Bills, they see the second shortest passes in the league defensively. Nobody throws deep on them. The Steelers, they're 30th in adjusted yards gained per pass attempt. Steelers don't throw deep. Bills don't see deep passes. Steelers can't pass. Boom. Bills win. <laughs> Like that? Oh my God! Yeah, I walked you all the way through it. I went. You are a statistics specialist, Walsh Disney. Thank you very much. We got one more game to go through. Monday night football. Colts six and seven. This is the easiest one of the week. Colts six and seven. Saints ten and three. I agree. We all take the Saints. Saints, even though they're losing a couple players. Yeah, I was gonna say going forward though, like into the playoffs, couple last couple weeks. The Saints, in the game against the Niners, they lost their defensive end, Marcus Davenport, and defensive tackle, Sheldon Rankins. That's bad. That's really bad. But this is a team, they've overcome a lot this year. Can they do it one more time and get a run to the Super Bowl? Who knows? We'll see. Maybe they can. Maybe they can. And maybe we can go to PTO's picks. We can go to PTO's picks. La, la, yeah. la, la, wait till I give my money right. This table's hot. I want some of this money. Get me in this game. Come on. <laughs> Have you ever seen this much cash in your entire life?
five on red. Gambling? Don't say anything about gambling. It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. the picks we read them uh, well, yeah he makes the picks but you make the money uh last week uh the georgia bulldogs uh lost to lsu in the sec title game that was a hit correct lost the georgia bulldogs lost oh i got you yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yes I, yes that was a hit that was a hit lsu that minus seven hit. they blew georgia out and according to at Walsh Disney, or excuse me, to at Still Smooth, the Los Angeles Rams will hit playing on the road in Dallas against the Cowboys. Minus, Minus one. one. That's the easiest of the week. But at, at Still Smooth has decided that this is his PTO's picks. The Rams have played well these last few weeks while the Cowboys have been awful these last two games. Jared Goff Amen. in the game are clicking right now, and I believe that this will continue as they play in Dallas against that defense, which is not playing well. Uh, the Rams will keep their playoff hopes alive, and we hope, to see that, we hope to see that Sunday afternoon. Uh, Walsh, give me the Rams minus one. Four at still smooth. Lock it in. Locked and loaded as uh, we move on. We love, I love that pick, by the way. I love that pick from Smooth. Thank you for sending it in, even though he's probably uh, wine drunk right about now. As he should yes, be. He should be. Enjoy it. Um, but we move on. We're going to talk some fantasy football. No one cares! But y'all don't say that. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. There you go. Thank you, sir. There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah, it's bull nonsense fantasy league football time. Uh, the, the championship playoff semifinal is the brothers. No. The brothers. Triple B and BDE, the number six seed is playing Mr. PTO himself, the guy who's missing tonight, the number one seed. Uh, PTO is projected to win by at least 70. We'll see how that goes. Maybe BBB needs to set his line. Uh, the 2-4 game on the other side of the bracket, Brisbane's is booming in Kansas City, uh, is projected to win by 8 against Hit'em Where It Hurts out of Tacoma, Washington. 2-4. Yeah. Um, I don't have Constellation semifinals in front of me, but for some reason in the Constellation semifinal, it's host with the most. The guy across the ether at Walt Disney versus myself. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm up by like 70 right now. So. 70? Isn't that right? No. <laughs> That's What's not right at all. I'm up by 23, and I'm projected to lose by 9. But, you know, with his team, we'll see how that works. But uh, I just got yeah. 50 from two players. 
keep in mind, this league is not a buy-in. And if you win, you are a guest on an upcoming episode, which might be episode 100. So we'll see. Very uh, well could be. Depending how, on who wins. How about the chaos of our playoff system? BBB and BDE, the sixth seed over the three seed. Shoddy scubs. That's, hey, everybody gets into the dance here. It's yeah, chaos. How did, Shoddy, how did Shoddy's lose that? Dude, I don't know. He's probably pissed right now. He didn't even text the group. Couldn't couldn't come up so, couldn't come up big. Russell Wilson had eight and a half. That's how. I okay. I don't wanna. I don't wanna text him because I know he'll be pissed. It, yeah. Let's let's not poke a bear, huh? No, no. Oh my God. Yeah, he lost. Oh man, I'm just looking at it now. He lost pretty. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh I my feel gosh. his pain. Worst team in the league is me. Sonny Michelle with one point nine. That really set him off. It's been killing me all year. Okay. Anyway, uh, that is the Bull Nonsense Fantasy League. Let's move on. Yeah. Good luck to our semifinalists, all four of them. And that's what we've got. That's episode 93. Um, can you think of anything else we need to cover? I feel like we've done no, it all. I feel like I, this I, is a I great think, episode. I, I think we've hit everything pretty good. Yes, it has been a great episode. Crushed it. And, and and by God, I, uh, I, I'm i very proud of this episode, and I cannot, like I've said in the past, episode 100 is going to be the most fantastic episode to ever grace the listeners of the Apple Podcast Network. It's going to be so much fun, so hyped doing it the, with the whole crew down in Arizona. Um, hit, it's going to be Mike-tastic. Actual Mike. We're going to be using the actual mic. Yes, we are. We might even have headsets. Who knows? Uh, I do. We're not. But anyway, okay. 93, total success. We had a lot to get through, and we did that. Some of the stuff that we don't hit, we do talk about on social media. Twitter, bold underscore nonsense. Instagram, bold.nonsense. That's where you can find us. Um so where you can hit us up throughout the week. Or you can be real personal with it. You can email us at. You can email us at boldnonsensepodcast at gmail.com. Perfect. Um, find the show on Saturdays. This is what we talk about. We're your weekend listen. Make sure you spread the word. But uh, we are on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and we're looking to expand that. So stay tuned for that, maybe in the new year. If you listen on iTunes, we ask you subscribe, rate, review. Those rates, those reviews... Those help us get the word out. iTunes, they send that stuff out. If they uh, they see those rates, those reviews go up, they love that. Get us on that top 200. Let's get on that top 200 for sports and recreation. That would be a lot of fun. We just want to grow, we want to grow the, the community, grow the nonsense. But anyway, for Ad Still Smooth, much love. I am at St. Bale's. Cheers from the desert. I'm at Walt Disney. If you love it, love us. We appreciate all of you. This is episode 93. This is Bold Nonsense. This is the podcast. We ask you, stay senseless. Uh. Very little.
I hate goodbyes. It's over. Go home. Go. Oh.